So speaking with Clifford Keane uh, on this week's hot seat, sometimes we call it a spotlight, but a hot seat, uh, and uh, traditionally we sort of talk about the journey and so on and so forth, uh, but in this particular conversation want to talk about uh, Clifford's focus and and uh, I guess passion to be able to eliminate waste in the building industry and um, I've spoken to, to Cliff quite a bit about this uh, and it just makes complete sense because there is so much waste there is wasted time wasted material wasted effort uh, all sorts of waste so we'll get Cliff to to expand on that as we have the conversation uh, but just to get started with, tell us a little bit about your business, where you are, what you specialise in, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, well, businesses, natural lifestyle homes. We're based in Barden in Brisbane City, basically. Um, and we specialise in uh, renovations um, of uh, various sizes, sort of 300 to Bit over two million at this point. Uh, we do about four million dollars worth of work a year, um, and we have a crew of uh, eight, uh, nine, sorry, nine carpenters and apprentices um, that we employ, and we just build from mums and dads at the moment. Yeah, cool. So let's talk about the the whole waste issue because it's. So in in builders business black belt, where one of the conversations we have quite regularly is um, uh, stems from um, uh, what's his name, bloody bloody, uh, what's the name of the book that I'm trying to think of with the just cause, Simon Sinek. It's all coming back to me now, um, and and uh, his latest book talks about having a just cause, a purpose for your business not the business purpose shouldn't just be to um you know pay you and and give you some time freedom which is you know what a lot of businesses are are striving for um but i don't believe that should be the end goal and then there needs to be a a greater purpose or what what he calls a just cause and something you've talked about in that space is this waste um what got you started with this the, the focus on waste um, I guess it was just, um, seeing like on every job site, just seeing the amount of skips, um, that we send away, um, just full of various, um, uh, materials, uh, off cuts cause you know, architectural homes are just designed the way the architect wants it, not really considering how the materials work or so you've got off cuts out of windows and um, set lengths, etc. cetera. Um, but then you've got all the packaging and the boxing of the lights and styrofoam and um, chip rock off cuts. Um, it, it was mainly that just seeing all of that, just constantly getting jammed into the skip and sent away and um, not really knowing at the other end, what happens to it. Do they, um, do they recycle it? Do they separate it? Um, but um, they do in a fashion. Um, 
And yeah, just wondering in ourselves how we can reduce the amount that we're um, putting into those skips, be a bit smarter. Um, and so that's what sort of started it. And then being in black belt, seeing, well, there's actually, um, and seeing the guys working on site, you're always constantly thinking, gee, there seems to be a lot of wasted time, um, whether they're unmotivated or whether the documentation is um, not up to scratch. Um, so there's more questions than answers. Um, so just delving right through it and just seeing that there's just waste waste everywhere. Yep. So start somewhere and um, see what we can achieve. So what, what were some of the, the problems that you experienced business-wise um, that you're able to identify that the this waste was was causing these problems in your business um i guess just constant uh in terms of i guess the turn of the team productivity just what um ourselves what we because we're uh, both myself and madam carpenters have um physically built homes so just having that knowledge in the back of your head as to how how long things take um and then seeing you know um once you get a bit disconnected you how long you think something should take and how long it actually takes is a little bit different but um just seeing um that we weren't hitting our time our goals um just guys on site just generally not sort of having a upbeat momentum um that was one um one concern that we just keep coming back to and back to is just you know why does why is nothing getting done in the time frames we thought they should so i guess reflecting on that um instead of just constantly just going well it must be their fault they're useless let's get new guys um <laughs> Um, it's, there's got to be some sort of um, deeper reason. So just looking into that and then um, seeing that, well, it's probably a motivational thing or it could be a documentation thing or, it, you know, it, is it an um, organisational process thing? We're doing things in the wrong order or the wrong scaffold, all of that. I just constantly try and get the guys to think about um if it feels like it's hard or um it should be uh easier you may be using the wrong tool or doing it wrong so just constantly thinking not just plodding along um you've so, you've, you've spoken about like there's the the waste the, the physical waste packaging mm. overcut or you know leftovers and all that sort of stuff and then mm. there's this waste of time. And I'm just wondering, because I, I know that you've done of recent times quite a bit of work as far as uh, getting the, the team to, to, to talk uh, with each other, like building mm. team through through meetings and daily direction meetings and weekly mm. wildly important goal sessions and, and things like that. Um, and I'm just wondering if there is, is a connection that you might have noticed that when you bring the team together and start to talk about a cause such as, guys, you know, what could we do to reduce waste? Um, and But you're talking about the physical waste. Does that have an impact on, 
improving the communication and and just the rapport within the team that that has an impact on productivity have you noticed anything like that yeah yeah for sure um yeah i, I would 100 percent um agree that bringing the team together just in i'd have to look back but let's just say it's it's only the last year that we started doing team meetings um just even twice a week uh twice once every two weeks um has allowed us to have everyone on the same page and present this um goal of ours um to reduce waste so from those conversations we're now seeing people taking initiatives on site and their language also um changing in terms of oh well we could do it this way to reduce time or waste or um have we thought about you know um recycling our metal at the scrapyards um coming they're, they're coming up with ideas definitely um through bringing that opening up that communication um um in a group environment where I was always doing it singularly, or like I was always banging on about it, but <laughs> um, it's funny how just having them in the same room um, seems to uh, allow the message to sink in and more or, and be more collective. Um, and we get guys in terms of um, labor waste just this week, guys writing up new whiteboards of overtime schedules and goals um so that they can hit their targets and um you know if if they hit their goals for the week and you know they're suggesting well can we knock off at two o'clock or um 2 30 or whatever it is if we've we've achieved all this so they're they're dry they it's funny how now they're sort of driving themselves to achieve and reduce those those time frames. Um, so, um, yeah, that bringing that team together has helped that immensely. Yeah. Um, so, with the with the the physical waste stuff, can you can you mm. give us some um, feedback on what some of the the solutions either you or the the team have come up with to reduce waste? Because I'm sure that. You know, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this conversation is is to start this conversation in the tool shed with, with, mm. with other builders because it's all well and good for you guys to reduce uh, to reduce weight waste on your site, and I'm just talking about the the, the material waste at this stage. Um, yeah. But but it needs to be a bigger conversation, and and like there are so many beneficiaries to being able to reduce waste. Um, but it would would make a big difference if if we could start to have this conversation and get other builders to think about it and and maybe put ideas in the tool shed about oh we we came up with this idea and and start to mm. share it within the builders within the tool shed i mean we, we talk about this all of the time in black belt i talk about it on the podcast is that the reason that that people start their own business is is to make more money than they would have working for somebody else and have more time freedom, but the, the money thing for most builders isn't realised. Like when you figure out how many hours you work compared to how much money you're getting, the hourly rate for the owner of a building business is, is you know alarmingly low. So mm. anything we can do to to make a, a more profitable business 
should be looked at. And and my suspicion is that you can have a far more profitable business by reducing waste, but the 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 ongoing um, or, or the stretch benefits of that, as we've just discussed, by having a a, a a purpose, a central purpose that all of the team get involved in, it brings the team together. The teams teams start to become more efficient and effective, therefore profitability. But you can also reduce or you can increase profitability by reducing waste. So what, what are some of the ideas that you, you and your guys have come up with? Yeah, it's very early days and it's quite a sure. tricky space. Um, one of the first things we identified um, was um, sheet cladding, like um, FC sheet cladding is a huge, um, huge wasted um, everyone looks at it as a cheap and quick to install material, but we found cutting out windows and doors, often those sheets were just, you know, unusable. Those offcuts are unusable. Yeah. Um, as hard as you try and plan, it, it just never works out and they get, you know, the, the skip bins full of um, FC offcuts. There's only so um, many dog kettles, kennels you can build. That's that's right. Um and maybe we we should go into dog kennel building to offset, but that's that's maybe venture two. But um, the so we early on identified that as a a big issue when we do try and steer our clients away uh, away from it. Um, one we don't think it lasts as very long either. But um, it, it's there's lots of offcuts, whereas a long a plank cladding you can use up and get. Um, good value out of and reduce the amount of waste. So that was one thing uh, that, you know, that doesn't always, you can't always just change the design of the house um, to suit, but you can try to influence. Um, then it, because ours are renovations, we've always got a lot of scrap, uh, um, you know, you're stripping the house of cabling and copper piping and, um gal piping and stuff like that so um just trying to orchestrate a system where that can be stored and recycled and picked up or delivered to a scrapyard um we're still toying with that one with um as to the best solution there um because it does can take up a bit of space on site um while you're doing that um so we're implementing a, a wheelie bin that's dedicated to copper cabling so that in our demolition we're filling that up and then also when the sparkies are doing their roughing and fit off it's dedicated to to the cabling um so that's and then sc- scrapping the steel um just making dedicated piles and areas um but again that's a that's a that's a uh a lots of real it can be lots of real estate for not much gain other than you're feeling warm and fuzzy yeah um the copper's definitely that's you know you get re- good return on that um so still working out the best solution for steel um with the i guess um there was ideas of uh, worm farms and um, scrapping on site 
and then giving the worm farm back to um, giving the worm farm established to the homeowner when we finished our job. But during the job, it is um, composting our food scraps. Yep. That was one idea. Um, great idea. Yeah. Um, so we're still in the infancy of it. Um, but I guess what um, – and, and try we try and sell out if we're pulling any windows and doors out rather than just binning them we we try and sell them or put them on free for on certain websites just to get them off to a new home yeah. rather than just binning them um so the, they're minor things um and they do add a bit of time and logistics um so every time with the discussion this week was well we try and sell it the doors and windows we try and sell them they for two weeks at a price if they haven't moved we reduce them to zero um and then just get them moved on so that they don't become an issue to the site yeah um and i I think generally with the conversation people are a bit more conscious of um just cutting up new pieces of timber or um, just going to the new the 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 fresh pack of timber, utilising offcuts and um, just being more mindful of how they're they're using their materials because the conversation is constant. But is probably um, is something that's happening uh, organically, um, but wouldn't be measurable just yet. Um, and I'm. I guess the only measurable thing I can think of is either watching the skips, what's going in there, how full they are, and how many skips we're using per job um, to see how that's how that's helping. Um, but yeah, as I say, we don't have any concrete great um, solutions yet. They're 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 morphing uh, week by week. Yeah, but I mean that that that's that's the thing. So. Having the conversation and the constant conversation is is really that that's a major part of it. Like you can have a meeting once and everyone goes, "Yay, that's a good idea," and then it's never spoken about again. It dies in a ditch. Having the mm. conversation every day about you know what what did we do yesterday and what can we do today to to try and 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 improve and measure and celebrate and all that would would be great. Um, the other thing you said a minute ago was. You know, not sure whether it's it, that there's any cost benefit other than feeling warm and fuzzy. I think that there is a big cost benefit just to feeling warm and fuzzy. People, people perform better. You are you you do better when you feel better. Like I used to teach time management thirty odd years ago and have done so all around the country for for decades and decades. And and that is the formula for for effectiveness for for increasing performance is managing your emotions. So when when people feel like a team and they, and they have a cause, a collective cause, they will do better just organically. So don't discount the the value, the financial value of the team mm. feeling better. Uh, and then the other thing I just wanted you to expand on a little bit as well is, you know, uh, you can't de- change the design of the home, but... Um, I know that we, we have conversations in Black Belt all of the time about the the builder being involved 
in the process as early as possible, you know, yeah. potentially prior the design. And, and it's, it just makes so much sense if you can get, have a conversation with your prospects about design and the effect of the design on waste and the waste the, uh, the, that can be saved, that, that can save them money and maybe that they're, they're interested in the cause as well and you can recruit them yeah. into your cause but it just makes sense to, to have this conversation really early before it starts to go to the design phase. Is that something that you have started to talk about with, with prospects or will want oh, to do that in the future? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And definitely our goal is to be involved um, when someone's thinking about um, going to build a home, not um, presenting us with finished plans. Um, and we're very much... Um, being engaged now in that early stage so that we can have that input. Um, and, yeah, absolutely. Um, we we say our piece up early and get involved um, and try and identify as much um, of the issues that we can, whether it be waste um, in building materials or over-engineering because, we're, you know, you're just trying to stretch the boundaries too much. Um, the clients can see that we can have the import and say, well, you know, I, I appreciate you want a 10 metre wide opening, but if you could just live with a post or a bit of a wall, we can reduce the size of the beams and structural steel and craneage and stuff like that. So there is, um, yeah, definite huge benefits in engaging the builder early, which uh, we 100% um, enjoy and um it's a much better outcome for everyone. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely our mission to be involved from the get-go. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Now, uh, just want to thank you for, for being on this week's Hot Seat uh, and I, I really want to get a conversation started with this within the, in the tool shed. So anybody listening to this, Please make a comment underneath the uh, the post here uh, for this this hot seat. What suggestions have you got? What things have you tried? What has worked? What hasn't worked? I mean, what hasn't worked is is as good a, di- a discussion starter as any. So we can ask, we can unpack it and figure out how we might be able to make it work. But what worked and and what other suggestions have you got on? Uh, reducing waste and it's a bigger conversation than just the physical waste what ideas have you got on reducing wasted time uh, wasted effort um, wasted energy uh, and obviously the material stuff so please uh, what do you think about this what have you done in your business what could you do in your business what are your suggestions let's start the conversation start to share ideas um, and get a whole lot more builders focused on having these conversations um, in the design phase and and starting to recruit the the clients into how can we run this project uh, as uh, with, with as low a waste percentage as, as possible because it's a, a fantastic cause. So thanks, Cliff, for, for joining us, uh, folks, and we'll talk to you uh, on our uh, hot seat again next week. You're welcome. Cheers.